What was my mindset going into my digital nomadic journey, which started in June 2022? It was the beginning of the year. It was in January. My friend and I had just finished a trip down to Melbourne, and we had just an amazing time. We had about two weeks where we drove down from the coast of New South Wales all the way into Victoria, and we talked about many, many things. And one of them was never living a life of mediocrity. Now, at this point, no one can say that I've done that because I had represented my country twice in my preferred sport. I had started an entrepreneurial journey. I worked for myself, and I travelled a little bit as well. So, in many ways, I was addicted to the possibilities that life could offer. And when COVID happened. I saw the opportunity of all my clients becoming my online clients, and how I could turn this online service delivery into something that I could take with me to anywhere around the world. So at this trip, driving down the coast, we talked about it, and I said to him, "Look, I think I can make this happen. I think I can turn my entire business into an online business, and I can travel the world, and I can do this indefinitely." So in January, when I got back. The new year had finished. I contacted one of my acquaintances, now friend and business coach, this this lady called Claudia, and I said, Claudia, this is my goal. I want to turn my entire business online because by June 2022, I want to be able to travel the world with an income of roughly 1.5 to 2,000 Australian per week. And we deliberated a little bit, and she said, Phil, that's entirely possible because you already have a client base. You have the Proven track record of credibility, but also work ethic. Let's do this. So I signed on with her, and I just started making moves and making things happen. So I guess the the question that most people ask me is, it's not really about the how, right? Because to be honest, I'm more fascinated by the how, because the how is what gives you access. But everyone asks about the why. How did I overcome all these thoughts and objections within myself in order to become? This digital nomad, and which I've successfully successfully been doing for the last year. So, what's the what are the whys? The first one I already mentioned. I'm addicted to a life outside of mediocrity. I don't believe that life is supposed to be played small. I don't believe that we should be having a comfortable life. Everything good that has happened to me and continues to happen to me has come from a choice to confront discomfort. Right now, my main service offering is high performance coaching and weightlifting coaching. That is a very uncomfortable journey that I went through for almost a decade, and I own it. I've lived it, and now I'm reaping its rewards. Right? Discomfort is what I'm after, and it's on the other side of discomfort where I find. The most that life has to offer, and being a digital nomad, I knew would come with challenges, many challenges that I would have never faced before, and I liked. I liked that idea. Number two, I had written down when I was 23 years old a set of goals to achieve before 30. A few of these goals were: compete at the Commonwealth Games, start my own business, graduate with my master's degree, get into a fight,、uh, an amateur fight. And write a write a book, and travel all the continents. Every single one of those things 
I have completed except travel or the continents. At the time of this podcast, I am 30 years old plus a few months. I do not think I'll be able to travel all the continents because the world's just too big and I like what I've done so far. So that was one of my whys. I just felt like I needed to do this. This was something that I set as a goal for myself when I was 23 years old. I'm now 30 years old and it's the last thing there. After I finish this one, when I'm 31, I'll have a new set of goals from 31 to 36 or 31 to 35. It doesn't matter, but this is something that I'm doing for me. And the third why is I genuinely believe that I have been put on this world because I need to be doing things and bringing it back, bringing a story in order to inspire others to go do the same thing. I wish sometimes that I was put here to follow and do things in the comfort zone and just be the gears in a clock, but I don't think I am. Everything in my life so far since I became an adult has been Phil, you go fucking do something weird, you go do something that no one else is doing and then after you succeed, you bring it back and you show others how you did it. That seems to be the trajectory that my life has gone and will probably continue to go. So I've just learned to embrace that. I'm going to take on as much discomfort, take on the risk, I'm going to journal everything down and when I'm done with it, I'll bring it back and show you exactly how I did that. And quick, I want you to go to have the same life. I want you to go see what I've seen. I want you to develop your inner world the way I have. So, those are my whys. I'm sure I'll have more the older I get. But, here are some of the objections that I had to overcome within myself in order to make this work. The first one was, how do I sustain my life when I'm overseas? How do I have money? How do I not have to come back because of money issues? And the answer is very, very simple. It's develop the online business. So how did I do that? I contacted a business coach who was in the online space. And I asked her for her advice. I paid her for her advice. I paid her for her coaching. And I still worked with her on, to this day, I still work with this same coach. I'm a coach myself. I value the experience that others are able to pass on to me. So I paid her almost a year and a half now. And I've been on so many adventures because of her. She's taught me how to create a sustainable online business. She has brought me over to the US of A to go to all these conferences that I learned more about business. I just brought me into meeting her own business partners and created a network for me. There's just so much good that this relationship has got for me. I presented internationally in New Zealand because this lady, Claudia, was able to see the potential that I had and bring me into it. So it was an amazing, amazing relationship that we have and continue to build. So that's my, that's, that was the how, as simple as, I, as it is, it's go find someone who can do it, go find someone with the knowledge, go pay the money for it, get the pathway, get the framework and just go and do it. And that's exactly what I did. Second one, what if I'm in danger, right? What if something happens and I get into trouble? Well, that same shit happens at home, okay? It's, having the confidence in my own problem-solving abilities. And I've got into plenty of trouble this entire trip. Every single country I go to, I face new challenges. It always works out if you are willing to put yourself in that zone, that fire, and let yourself be molded into whatever you need to be. When I'm in Asia, when things aren't going my way, when things are really fucking busy, nothing's working properly, it tests, it's testing my patience. It's testing how do I get my things done without losing my shit. 
and understanding that this is just the way things are done over here. When I was in Armenia and people are not outwardly nice, when I go into a restaurant, no one really seats you, no one really smiles at you. The challenge there is how do I not feel shit about myself because I'm this Asian person who's standing out like a sore thumb in a country full of Armenians. Right? That's an internal challenge. That's a psychological challenge. There's the challenge of how do I stay alert when I'm 36 hours in transit from Bangkok to fucking from Bangkok to fucking Georgia. I mean a 20-hour transit. How do I stay alert and be positive? How do I make new friends in every country? How do I not feel lonely? How do I not want to have to go home? All these things are challenges that I embrace and I am willing to put myself in because I know that at the end of it, when I overcome that, I can bring that back to you guys and you guys can reap the benefits from it. Third objection. Third and final. Look, I have many, many more and if you're listening to this, you have any reasons why you don't want to do this journey, let me know. I probably went through it myself and I'll tell you. But the third one, the third one for me, personally for me, was how do I overcome the feelings of loneliness? And this is a big one because loneliness, I have touched it many, many times at home, overseas, and loneliness is one of the most harrowing experiences that you can ever have as a human emotion. Being sad is different. Being sad, you still feel like you have people around you. Being lonely, though, is when you feel like you're all alone. There's no one you can count on, no one you can talk to. And what better way to expose this part of yourself than being in a foreign country where you have no friends and you don't even speak the language. So, how did I overcome this? Well, again, you put yourself in the fire. You have to sit in it. You have to learn what that loneliness is. What is that signal and how do I overcome that? And in fact, how do I embrace it? How do I learn that this emotion is not a problem, it's actually my friend. And what I've learned is loneliness, when you really get to know it, it's just a call for connection. It's a call for you to give value to the world. It's a call for you to reach out, to talk to people, to give energy, and in turn, that energy will be reflected back towards you. And it could be as simple as me in Armenia, I'm all alone. I would go into a museum, I would just take the time to talk to the artist give him energy, give him warmth, and he gives it back to me. And now suddenly, I don't feel lonely anymore. And the funny thing is, because you do that, they sense this connection energy. They start connecting you with other people. And that's exactly how I ended up in a martial arts gym in Armenia, of all places, training with the next generation of teenagers. I didn't plan that. I just went into a museum and said, Hi to the artist because I was feeling a little bit lonely that day. I saw his artwork. I said hello. We connected. We bonded. We could barely speak English to each other. But somehow the energy was able to bring me to this gym. The most important thing that I've learned on this journey so far is every problem that you have can be solved. You can do it. You don't have you think about the problem too much instead of the solution. The solution is actually very obvious. The only thing that stands in the way of you and digital nomading as a pragmatic issue is money. And in this day and age where internet is everywhere, 
As long as you have internet and you know how to build an online business and sustain it, you can go travel for as long as you want.